Hello everyone, welcome to our show today called NG Ingwen. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haolin. Hello, 大家好，欢迎回到我们新平方的节目 NG Ingwen。我是 Angela。We have a great show for you today with my good friend Alberto, who is actually from my hometown of San Diego, California. 今天呢，我们很幸运的邀请到了跟主持人 John 一样来自美国西岸圣地亚哥的旅游影片制作人。Alberto 来到我们 NG 英文，跟大家分享他对事业的热爱，以及一路走来学语言的相关经验。But before we get to the interview with Alberto and I, Angela is going to help us break down some fun sports that might not be so well known in Taiwan. Alberto and I are big lovers of a sport called lacrosse, so we talk about it during the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So take it away, Angela, here on NG 英文。好的，没问题，就让谢谢你的介绍。那没有错。今天在 NG 英文的部分呢，我们要来认识认识几个很酷但是比较冷门的英文运动名称。大家赶快把你的 NG sheet 这个 NG 英文专属的笔记小抄准备好，我们要开始喽。在待会的访谈中呢 ，Alberto 会跟我们分享到一个他很爱的运动，叫做 lacrosse。lacrosse 中文一般是翻成带棍球。那根据维基百科的说法呢，它是一种用顶端有网状袋子的长棍作为持球工具的一个球类运动，也有人翻成长曲棍球或是曲棍网球。那跟它有点像的，还有我们常常听到的这个曲棍球 （hockey），hockey。只是啊，一般我们比较常听到的，可能都是加拿大很厉害的冰上曲棍球 （ice hockey），ice hockey。但是呢，它其实还有另外一种版本哦，叫做 field hockey。field hockey 也就是草地曲棍球。顾名思义呢，就是在草地上打的曲棍球。像我这个对运动一窍不通，当然连听都没听过这个。上网查了一下呢，才发现，哎，好像还蛮好玩的哦。连有的小学体育课也有在让学生打，感觉蛮酷的。再来，我们认识两个跟棒球有点类似，但又不太像的运动 ：softball， 还有。Cricket, softball， 它是垒球。各位有发现吗？这个字是由 soft 软跟 ball 球合在一起的哦。有在打垒球的朋友可能就会知道 ，softball 它之所以会是软球，是因为它的球呢比棒球来的软。好，那棒球呢在跟垒球做比较的时候，也可以称为 hard ball， 也就是硬球。据说棒球它的球呢是比较硬的。那垒球它的球是比较软的，所以才会有这个 hard ball 跟 soft ball 的区别。但是要注意哦，这边的 cricket 不是我们常常在夏天晚上会听到的蟋蟀，而是板球。好， cricket。好啦，那希望刚才讲到这些呢，对你的英文学习之路有所帮助。如果有漏掉、没有听到或是写下来的，也不用担心，可以上我们的 YouTube 频道，随时要听几次就给他听几次。那如果大家都已经准备好了的话，我们就赶快进入今天的访谈内容，听听 Alberto 他的分享吧。All right, all right, all right. As always, thank you, Miss Angela Ma, for that wonderful NG Ingwen breakdown. My guest today on the show is an American. He has been living in Taiwan for about a year and a half now. He is a lover of digital content creation, lacrosse, traveling the world, sharing culture, and so much more. So everyone, please welcome my good friend Alberto. Thank you. Appreciate that. Boom. What's up, man? Welcome to NG England. Shout out to San Diego. I have my first San Diego homie in the in the building on the show today, and we didn't know each other in San Diego, but we both grew up in San Diego. Is that right? 
。访谈一开始呢 ，Alberto 提到说，他其实跟 John 以前小时候两个人都是在老家美国圣地亚哥 （San Diego） 长大的哦，而且高中还是念同一间学校，认识很多同样的人，甚至连打球运动这个打 lacrosse 带棍球也都可能有一起打过，只是那时候都还互相不认识。殊不知啊，现在在地球的另一端，两个人反而热络起来，还成为我们 NG 英文节目上面第一位跟 John 同乡的来宾。真的是可喜可贺，可喜可贺！我们赶快来认识认识他吧。呃、uh, ，Yes, we both grew up in San Diego and went to high school down the street from each other and know a lot of the same people. Uh, and also played lacrosse as well, and probably played against each other and didn't even know it. Yeah, that's right. Lacrosse, our love, which not too many people know about here. When I mention lacrosse to a lot of my Taiwanese friends, but it is growing. It is a growing sport out here, and Alberto has kind of. Been encouraging me to maybe get back and in, involved with the lacrosse scene here and potentially begin coaching out here. Is that right? 不知道各位朋友有没有注意到啊？上段访谈中 ，Alberto 提到了这项运动 lacrosse， 带棍球。John 说啊，他每次跟台湾朋友提到这项运动的时候，很多人常常都是没有听过。确实哦，它跟平常我们常听到的篮球、足球、网球、棒球这些比起来，是相对的比较 unheard of。比较不为人知，世界上很多国家对这项运动都蛮陌生的。但是这几年下来呢，其实带棍球在台湾已经算是一个 growing sport， 它的人气啊逐年增加。Alberto 还建议这样说，不然其实他也可以去当当这个带棍球的教练，或者是就是帮忙宣扬这项运动，让它发扬光大。因为说真的，它也是一个很赞的运动项目之一，而且还不是随便你要去打就可以哦，你必须要是一个这个。Quintessential athlete, 典型厉害的运动员。据说你要四肢发达，手脚灵活，力量要够，速度要快，还要够聪明，才有办法在赛场上把手里的球棍当成是 an extension of your body， 当成是你身体的延伸，好好去运用，去帮球队赢得比赛。For sure, um, it doesn't have to necessarily be coaching, but in a way, uh, spreading the sport. I'm sure you would agree with me. It's definitely one of the best sports in terms of Having to be the quintessential athlete, you have to be strong. You have to be fast. You have to be quick. You have to be very intelligent in terms of understanding how the game works. And on top of that, you're you're having to make a metal stick and plastic head、uh, an extension of your body.、Um, and it's an incredibly fun game to watch.、Um, and luckily, in the last year or so, professionals,、uh, the professional scene has been experiencing a nice growth,、uh, thanks to a plethora of things.、Uh, but you know, still a、uh, Unheard of sport around the world for the most part, and there is this、uh, lacrosse scene here. Shout out to Taiwan lacrosse.、Uh, they've been growing the sport here,、um, I think, for the last five years. I could, don't quote me on that, but yeah. So it's just been, you know, I miss the sport. I enjoy it, and it's like, why not get involved and try to help out、uh, with growing the sport? So we'll we'll figure something out. Yeah, man, I love that. And you know, you mentioned how the lacrosse stick and head is a, an extension of our bodies. That kind of Reminds me of your other passion project, which is videography and photography, where the camera becomes an extension of your body. So I know you've been quite a busy man in that world. So what projects have you been working on recently within the world of digital creation? 接下来 ，Alberto 要跟我们分享他的相片影片，他的 digital creation 数位创作。他说，最近他们跟越南、香港、东京还有台北的 tourism boards。就是这个旅游局、观光局刚结束完成合作。
主要呢是帮忙做影片、宣传旅游景点，帮他们在网络平台上创造一些吸睛的内容，来强调主打的当地特色，吸引游客，刺激观光。那最后呢，大家等一下可以听到 Alberto 他用了一个很当地的说法来结束这段分享哦。他说 ：“That's pretty much the gist of it。”其中的 gist G I S T 就是要点、大意。好，所以这边他在表达的意思呢是。他最近在做的这个专题啊，大致上就是这样子。That's pretty much the gist of it. 赶快来听这段内容吧。Uh, yes, uh, we wrapped up several、uh, projects with multiple tourism boards: Vietnam, Taiwan, Hong Kong,、uh, and Tokyo as well.、Um, it's essentially just creating cool travel content for them for new places they want to put spotlight on or、uh, re-showcasing, re you know, well-known places and whatnot. So that's pretty much the gist of it. Cool, man. Yeah, I love that, and I love seeing you know all your photographs as well. You're quite an incredible photographer as well. So, as you're thinking back now a little bit, when did you get involved, kind of, with digital content creation? 在这段访谈中 ，Alberto 要跟我们分享他当初会进入影片创作这个领域的原因。他说，其实最开始呢，是因为他发现啊，从小就很爱很爱的《Star Wars》星际大战系列要拍新电影，所以呢，就给自己设了一个目标，想说要成为这个新电影的导演。不过后来又因为想说，可能以后可以当跨国广告公司的中间人，可以到这个各国工作兼旅游，所以大学和研究所就都是念广告相关。后来呢，在研究所念到一半的时候啊，熊熊给他注意到说，哎，这个 travel content 旅游这一块呢，以后好像会很热门哦，就默默在心里埋下了一个想要朝旅游产业发展的种子。一直到研究所毕业之后，找工作都不太顺利，开始想说。那、啊、不然来试试看这个编辑影片内容好了，反正拍摄和编辑技巧刚好是他很拿手的。所以呢，我们这位勇敢不放弃的 Alberto 就开始慢慢建立他的 portfolio， 他的作品集。最后也在因缘际会下展开了他跟 Black Buddha 这间公司的合作。Took a while actually.、Um, what initially drove me to、uh, video editing was actually I became a huge fan of Star Wars when I was a kid, and the one, two, three was coming out, and I Did some research and found out that Lucas had written seven, eight, nine, and my goal at the time was to be the director to convince him that I could direct and produce seven, eight, nine with his permission. During midway through grad school, I kind of when I was thinking about、uh, my future and possible careers,、uh, which by the way I studied advertising undergrad in international creative advertising for my master's, and with the intention of going to、uh, an agency and being、uh, essentially the middleman between headquarters and all the international bases around the world, and being able to travel because of that. But midway through grad school, I started seeing where travel content was going. I was like, "This could easily blow up." Like, it's it was obvious to anyone who took one look at it. So that's when like the first seed was planted. And then after year after grad school of looking for a job and not getting anything, I kind of just went like, "Let me just try to like pursue with video editing content because that was like my best skill at the time, that and Photoshop." But I was more into video content essentially. So. After two jobs in LA,、uh, working for companies and stuff, I finally went freelancing myself, and that's when I started like working on it, trying to build a portfolio and stuff. And then, rather than get a collection of clients essentially for that freelance work, I kind of landed Black Buddha by chance as a freelancer, and they became like they were literally like exactly what I was looking for to do travel content.、Uh, so, and I didn't expect to find anything like that. So I kind of just went all in and made made myself like indispensable to them. So I was just constantly like berating the lead editor. I was like, "Hey, do you have any work? Do you have any work? Do you have any work? Like, here's this. This is done. This is done. This is done." I did a few other things on the side as well for some other people, but 
I would say about like 85, 90% of my work was for Black Buddha. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So you mentioned Black Buddha, and that is the company you're currently with here in Taiwan. So how did that come to be? How did you join kind of the Black Buddha team here and actually in Taiwan? 前面提到Alberto后来和Black 但是呢，因为从美国搬到亚洲，时差会变，对交稿时间可能也会有影响，所以就跟公司提到这一部分。殊不知啊，其实他们在台北也有公司，还邀请他就直接改搬来台北当他们的正式员工。那有这样子的工
the first step of that, like you're kind of saying to sum that up, is is kind of finding your lane. You know, you explored, you know, video production right. with music videos and movies, but you know, you you decided, hey, I think travel content is where I want to be. So I believe that's a first great step. So congratulations on all that, and I wish you all the best with Black Buddha and the future projects you join. Thank you. So thinking a little bit about your life, as you've only been here in Taiwan for about a year and a half now, I know your Chinese is, is progressing, but you grew up speaking English and Spanish. Is that correct? 在这段访谈中呢,这样会问到Alberto说,他好像是在双语环境下讲英文和西班牙文长大的是不是啊?他说其实他因为小时候有听觉障碍,到四岁都还是不太会说话,一直到开始带hearing Yes, but Spanish came a little bit later in life uh, because I was born with half hearing and I didn't get my hearing aids until I was four years old. So basically at four years old, I wasn't really talking. So I had to go through like intensive speech therapy for four years until I was able to like fully speak English. They told my parents that you have to... Uh, pick only one language for me to learn, either English or Spanish. Now, we know that's not true. You can teach as many languages as you can. The younger, the better. Um, so that's what happened. So I didn't start learning Spanish until I was 13. And I wouldn't say I'm fluent, but I've noticed the last few years of me using it with my family, I'm, I'm definitely far better than what I was like maybe five years ago or something like that. So. so were doctors basically telling your parents like, oh, you know, kids can only have one language at the time? Is that what was happening? Their reasoning was that Switching between English and Spanish at home and me going out in the world with like school and everything would it would confuse me too much. But yeah, no. Okay, interesting. Very, very interesting. And yeah, and now we know that that is kind of completely false. Right. But yeah. Well, nonetheless, you have learned it and are almost fluent. And thinking a little bit now about language, have you found that you are trying to pick up Chinese in the same way you kind of learn Spanish? Or how are you kind of adapting now to life here in Taiwan with本来想说来台湾也可以用这样子的方式来学中文，但没想到在这里啊，几乎用英文也都OK，没问题，让他没有被迫要用中文沟通的机会。不过他说其实也还好，因为他的房东太太刚好是在教中文，所以如果有需要
you know, where you're going to be moving to in Taiwan. You're going to be kind of out of the city now. So that's going to be a fun new kind of adventure for the for chapter sure. of your life. Yeah, to, to begin to use more Chinese. Thinking a little bit about kind of tips and advice as you've kind of began to master Spanish, can you share any tips and advice with our listeners? 接下来我们要问问他有没有一些学语言的小配包可以跟大家分享嘞。等一下呢,大家要听到他说这句,throw yourself in the deep end of the pool。字面上意思是把自己丢到游泳池比较深的那一边,其实是在表达类似从难的开始的意思。好,就是说虽然你可能还没有准备好,觉得会很难,很多字都还不会说,但就是尽量把自己放在那个在学的语言环境里面
But that leads us to our last question here on NG Ingwen, and that is, if you could go back in time and talk to a younger Alberto, would there be any advice you give yourself on language or life? 最后我们这位Alberto well, I want to say right away, like, don't be lazy. But I think what I mean by that is don't be afraid to put time and effort into something, even though it may seem difficult at first. I, I don't know why, but growing up, I was quick to drop something if I wasn't getting it right away. It wasn't quitting. I think I just would lose interest or something like that. And my parents were very, like, uh, supportive in that. Like, all right, you want to do it? You don't want to do it? That's fine. Like, we'll, we'll find something else. Um, and it wasn't until lacrosse, actually, where, funny enough, like, I'd scored a in like the off season and like an indoor league but in the actual season i didn't score a single goal my first year and then the next year i was the jv offensive mvp or something like that um and it wasn't until that sport where i really understood like taking to something a hundred percent and like trying to learn and get better at it in every aspect of the game whether it's your physical fitness or your uh, stick skills or something like that and then since then i've really tried my best to be persistent in learning something and, and whatnot. I've had my you know ups and downs over the years, but uh definitely would tell my younger self to, you know, don't worry about all the other drama and extra stuff. You know, I had a lot of social anxiety, like wouldn't worry about that. Just focus on what you enjoy doing and just try to do your best and just try to become a better person than you were yesterday. Nice man. Yeah, I like that. And and it's cool that you kind of thought about that in terms of lacrosse and sticking with something and and building that skill and being patient with it over the time. Very nice, my man. Alrighty. Well, um, where can people find maybe any of your digital content uh, that you create online? Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram, uh, Simple Traveler, S-I-M-P-L-E-T-R-V-L-R. Um, I know it's spelled weird, but the full one was, wasn't available. So, <laughs> Yeah, usernames, right? Cool, man. So shout out to Taiwan Lacrosse, Black yep. Buddha, all our traveling friends and family, and I'll talk to you soon. Adios. Peace. That is our NG Ingwin show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram or Facebook. You can search NG Ingwen or you can search NG English ICRT. And make sure to tune in each week, Wednesday morning from 6.30 to 7 and Wednesday night from 9 to 9.30. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. 好，那我们今天西平方的节目NG英文就到这边告一段落啦。感谢大家的收听，别忘了到IG搜寻我们的粉丝专业NG底线English在底线ICRT。那大家也要记得每周三早上六点半到七点，或是晚上九点到九点半